0: hello everybody today is a good day because the weather is really nice first of all it was raining the day before yesterday and it's been cloudy ever since so that's amazing because that's honestly my favorite kind of weather where it's not hot but it's not cold either Like it's just in the middle, you know, like it's cloudy. Like the sun is not blinding my eyes and scorching my skin. But at the same time, it's like I'm not freezing, you know. I'm just like middle ground, which I really love. So the clouds have been huge the whole day today. I think it's only just now. It's about 4 p.m. or something where the sun is just now starting to kind of, you know, show its face anyways that was a boring update however today i want to get into something a little bit more interesting today's topic is about (laughs) what it means to be in your 20s or rather how it feels to be in your 20s and the reason why i chose this topic is because i feel like being in your 20s is it's not something that's really well documented or really well talked about you know like usually the the age range that people talk a lot about is teenagehood like we know everything about being a teenager and like you know what to expect and you know the various changes to your body and you know your hormones and whatever whatever But when it comes to your 20s, like nobody really, you know, there's not many books about it. There's not many articles about it, like what to expect hormone-wise, body-wise, emotional-wise. Like nobody, it's just kind of like we're thrown into the deep end, you know, and we're just told to swim. After being, after like having our hands held, entire time throughout with teenagehood because there's so much information about teenagehood and then you reach your 20s and it's like whoa what do I do now you know which is so ironic because I feel like this is the point in time where a lot of like society has a lot of expectations for people in their 20s just generally like in terms of the rules of society and you know what people expect people in their 20s to have achieved and blah 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 you know and it's like it's a lot it's a lot so I'm gonna dive into it straight into it and just yeah be as raw and as honest as possible especially with my own experience and you guys will tell me if you relate or not or if you think I'm just talking absolute nonsense please feel free to let me know what you think so 20s hmm where shall i begin okay first of all let's talk about the 20s in relation to starting a family i think that's that's kind of a big one let's start big you guys let's let's just jump right into the juicy part in relation to having a family having children having a spouse and just kind of having your whole career kind of mapped out and all of that, you know. Like, it's been common practice for people, especially in the late 20s, maybe like 28, 29, towards 30, to kind of have it, have things figured out, you know. Well, that's how it's always been in the past, like maybe, yeah, the past couple of decades. Like... It's just always been the norm, like, most people get married in their late 20s or early 30s. And that's just kind of how it is. And when you don't share that um, that view or that perception or you're not just into that kind of thing, people kind of give you the side eye, like, hmm, especially if you're a woman. I think if you're a man, it's a little bit different, you know, because, I don't know. I think people have just kind of accepted that men, like when it comes to like, marriage and kids and whatever, men tend to be like a little slow in that department, but women are believed to be the ones that really want to get married and that really want to have children and that really kind of want the whole family dynamic because they're mothers and blah, 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 motherly, whatever. So I've really struggled a lot with this and I'm going to explain why me standing up right now because my blood is boiling a little bit anyways so I'm gonna explain why this is kind of an issue for me first of all I I have nothing against like you know marriage and kids and whatever like the all that's nice you know but I honestly feel like right now at my age I'm 26 by the way in case anybody was wondering so Time's ticking, and I feel nothing, nowhere near 26. I literally feel like I'm still 22. I'm not even kidding. Actually, 21. I feel like I haven't aged a second since I turned 21. So me just saying I'm 26 out loud and right now just feels so, like I feel like I'm lying, literally. Every time somebody asks me my age, I feel like I'm lying to them, which is why I try not to talk about how old I am because I don't feel my age at all. Anyways, um, wait, what, what does it even mean to feel your age? Oh my god, that's a conversation for <laughs> <laughs> well, another day. Um, yeah, so as I was saying, I have nothing against marriage, kids, whatever. My only issue with that is that this is my opinion, by the way, just based off of observation and all of that, and just like seeing how how people deal with that whole um dynamic, I feel like getting married and having children is not a small thing like it's not something that you just wake up one day and decide this looks nice, so I'm gonna do it you know it's it, it doesn't matter what age you are, like you could be twenty thirty forty fifty doesn't matter. Like it's a big deal regardless of who you are or what you have. And it really breaks my heart sometimes like when I see people's people thinking that just because, you know, now I have a lot of money and, you know, I'm done with school and I have a job and now I'm like quote unquote stable. Now I'm ready to have kids and bring all these people into the world and, you know, have a husband or a wife and blah blah blah. And it's like Money should, I believe that money should be the least. It should literally be, like, the last checkpoint when it comes to deciding whether or not you're ready to have children and start a family. It should be the last thing on your mind, I believe, because I really, truly believe that there's there's so much more to having kids and you know having a spouse than just having money like if money was the key factor that made somebody ready to be a parent i think there'd be a lot a lot of good parents in the world actually but it's the complete opposite there's very few good parents in the world and you know this is not to judge anyone there's no rule book to parenting you know so you can't be like oh this person is terrible this one is great this one's terrible You know, like, it doesn't come with a manual because, number one, every child is different. You know, number two, parents are human beings. You know, they can't, they don't read minds. They don't have complete control over their kids, even though they are their kids. But those kids are still separate entities. They're still, you know, separate human beings at the end of the day. So there is no such thing as a a perfect parent. There is no such thing as a perfect child. But I say all that to say money should be the last, or at least one of the last things that somebody considers before they actually decide to consciously start a family. And I'm gonna tell you why. From my own personal observation, mind you, I'm, I am, t- take what I say with a grain of salt for the fact, or for the main reason that I don't have kids. And it is not happening anytime soon. And I'm going to tell you why. Having a child is the biggest responsibility that a human being can have. I don't care if you have 10 multinational companies or you know you run an international whatever you know you're a big billionaire with a hundred chain stores or what like doesn't matter like basically what i'm trying to say moral of the story having a child just even just one bro i mean forget two three four five just one especially as a woman it's such a big 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 responsibility is the biggest responsibility you will ever have in your entire life until the day that you die or until the day that that child dies it it just that's just the way that it is you know number one number two this is a very um taxing responsibility in the sense that This is a human being that you're bringing up. You know, yes, they came out of you. Or yes, you're taking care of them. You're buying them food, clothes. You know, you're providing for them. Being the best parent that you can be. But at the end of the day, that's a whole different human being. Just because maybe they look like you or they have some similar traits as you. But they're not you. And they will never be you. And I think a lot of parents really struggle with that understanding because they have they usually when when most parents have kids not all parents but most parents I've seen us um when they have children they always ask like from a very young age they ask the child from like age 2 or 3 maybe even age 1 actually they start asking the child so what you going to be when you grow up nana what you going to be when you grow up and it's like bro like this kid hasn't even lost their first tooth and you're asking them if they want to be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer or something. You know, a lot of parents have that expectation or that entitlement to deciding what what their child is going to be or the profession that their child is going to choose or the path in, that their child is going to choose. You know, I think they really believe very subconsciously that they're entitled to that because it's their child so they have a right to decide what their child has to do you know so it becomes very difficult when the child grows up and you know the father wants him to be a doctor but then the child wants to be a dj and it's like excuse me what you know the father is just like get out of my house you don't want to be a doctor you're embarrassing my family embarrassing the family name you said you want to be a dj you want to play music at parties after i took you to expensive schools and i did all this for all these things for you and you know like parents kind of look at it as like an investment which is a terrible way to raise a child because (laughs) you're going to you're bound to suffer that as a parent you're bound to suffer raising your child and treating them like an investment like oh i'm doing all this for you i'm taking you to these expensive places so that tomorrow i can show you off to my friends and my family members who i haven't seen in 10 years and whose opinion i don't care about but i want to flex on them and show them that my son and my child is an engineer and my child is a lawyer and my child you know It's all for the very wrong reasons, which is why I think there's a lot of conflict in families. Um, It's just very sad. Like, even me just talking about it, like, uh, it, it just, it's so depressing, man. Like, especially for the child, I feel like. I think for the parent, they're more just, like, disappointed but more angry and a little bit resentful that the child is not doing what they want the child to do, you know. But at the same time it's like they don't understand that this is a different human being from them you know and they have certain talents they have certain abilities and things that they're good at that the parent just doesn't care about you know that's incredibly invalidating incredibly it's so hurtful and You know, some people are very fortunate because they have parents who are very supportive. You know, the child would be like, I want my, you know, I want to be a a dancer. I want to be a singer. And the parent is like, yay, go be a singer. Or the child would be like, I want to be a basketball player. Yay, go be a, you know. And I think that's the best way to parent a child, honestly. Like I said before, though, I've never been a parent, so I don't know. But at the same time, I kind of understand and I'm a little bit empathetic. To why certain parents think that way. Like they want their child to be what they want that child to be. And they don't care what the child actually wants to be or wants to do with their life. Um, I'm a little bit empathetic towards that. Okay, let me explain. Imagine you bring this, you know, innocent life that brings you so much joy into the world you know they're so young and so innocent and you do all these things for them and oh my god it's so amazing blah 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 um and then you know that they do everything that you want because i think that's actually one of the main reasons why a lot of people want to have children because they forget that this is actually an adult it's only a matter of time before they exactly your age Um, They're not going to be two years old following mommy and daddy's rules forever. Like at some point, uh, age 14 to be exact, is when things are just going to kind of take a little bit of a turn. Because now they're going to be gaining a little bit of independence and, you know, all of that. So imagine you bring this innocent little child into the world and they're doing everything that you want them to do that they, they eat what you want them to eat they bath when you want them to bath they you know if you're a Christian you take them to church if you're Muslim you take them to the mosque and they they don't give you any trouble you know everything that you say they must do they do it because they're kids they you know you're the caregiver so what can they do they don't know anything they don't know any better you know, and I think that's a little bit of a high by itself, you know, just having somebody so submissive to every little thing that you do, even though, yeah, you you know, there's no malintent there, malintent, is that a word, malintent, yeah, like, there's no evilness, basically, there, like, you're doing it out of love, like, this is your kid, right, and then they grow up, and then, you know, you try to advise them, like, hey, maybe, try this, doing this subject at school or this, because you're going to earn a lot of money and you're going to be respected in society, then the child is like, no, I don't care about earning a lot of money and I don't care about society's respect, that kind of stings, bro, like, (laughs) I feel like it's very natural to feel some type of way, Um, yeah, I really do believe, uh, like, I'm just, this is me just trying to put myself in that kind of parent's shoes. You know, like, it stings. Like, having somebody listen to your every word and follow your every rule, and then one day they're just like, nope. Nope. I don't want to do it. You know, it, it's like a, a strike to your ego a little bit. And so so I get it. I get, I get how that can cause conflict within the home. However, I, like I said before, I think it all really stems from people's perception of what having a child means having a child does not mean having a mini you or you know having someone to fulfill all the dreams that you failed to fulfill no having a child means understanding that you're bringing someone into the world who should be a little bit better than you at least a little bit better than you were can you imagine raising somebody and making them exactly like you like what is the point please tell me what is the point yeah, the whole point of having a child or having children is to is to bring up someone who's just a little bit better. You know, it, it could be in any way. It could be mentally, physically, sensibly better, psychologically better. But they, there must be some enhancement there. Because otherwise there's no point. You're just filling up space. There's already too many people in the world. You know, at least if, if you have no intentions of bringing somebody to make the world a little better, then just adopt. Like, at least taking someone who already exists instead of like filling it up with uh, like for what you know what i mean wow that sounded so violent i'm sorry guys i didn't mean to <laughs> oh woo, i got my feelings there anyways but you guys know what i you, you get what i mean right i hope i'm making sense right now the whole point of having a child i feel like should be to make to to make somebody to bring someone into the world who's just a, a little bit better than you are you know not in terms of money or in terms of success or whatever but in terms of well-being in terms of the well-being of the world like and this is not to sound like all mother teresi like we have to save the planet and like oh my god like uh, no like think about it objectively like what is the point of raising someone who's going to be just like you like what is the point there is no point at all you know it's very selfish and just unnecessary so I really truly believe that you know when people have this idea of having kids they must really keep in mind that they will be bringing up completely different human beings from them yes it might be like you know they might look like you or whatever but like it's not you what they the today the and I believe that parents must make an effort to really learn their children and learn what it is, like the different gifts that their kids have, you know the different talents that their kids have and help them to nurture them and to grow them, not with money in mind, but just for for happiness, man, like I feel like we should know by now that money does not make somebody happy. Does it make life a little more convenient, a hundred percent? Do you get material things faster, quicker, you know, you have like luxury, can travel a hundred percent, but it doesn't make you any more joyful, that I can promise you. I've never been a billionaire, but I can tell you now, ask me how later, I'll I'll explain, (laughs) actually don't ask me, but it'll be a topic for another day, but basically, moral of the story, nurture the talent of your kids, okay, everybody has natural gifts. Everybody, Every human being under the sun has natural gifts. It could be common gifts. It could be not so common gifts. But everybody has natural gifts within themselves. And I really believe that it is one of the responsibilities of a parent to really nurture their kids' natural talents. And not force them to be things that they are not interested in. Or you know, to take paths that they have no interest in. Because ultimately they're just going to be miserable. And miserable people make the world a more miserable place. And we already have too much going on. To have more miserable people honestly. Anywho. Anyhow. I digress. Back to the topic of being in your 20s. So. Being in your 20s. So. I That was me just talking about. Um, how like. You know. When you're in your 20s. You're kind of expected to start a family. And blah blah blah. But I really think that you know people need to kind of understand the concept of having kids and what marriage really means before they get into it because these are not small things even though yeah like with marriage these things i'm so sorry i don't know where that car came from okay it's gone Yeah, like with marriage, I feel like it's better because these things like divorce and separation whatever. But like with kids, it's permanent, you know. That's why I'm kind of like a little bit emotional with it because there's no going back. Like once you press play, it's playing. (laughs) There's no pause, no rewind. Like being a parent is a full-time job. 24 hours, 365 every second of every day It does not stop. So really think about it. And if you are already a parent, try your best to be the best parent that you can be. You know, like I said, there's no such thing as a perfect parent. I don't believe it. Maybe there is, but I don't. I don't think so. The same way as there's no such thing as a perfect child, or a perfect relationship for that matter. Whether it's you know romantic, family, friends, whatever, there's always gonna be conflict. The fact that these two different people means there's bound to be conflict somewhere somehow it might be a small conflict it might be a big conflict but it's gonna be there hundred percent it's only a matter of time okay so sorry to sound so negative but um now I'm going to jump into being in your 20s in the context of friends <laughs> Actually, I feel like I'm not going to talk about this today because, oh my goodness, like, we'd be here all day. So this definitely, like, the topic of friends and just friendships in general is definitely a topic for another day. So instead, I'm going to talk about being in your 20s in terms of the career that you want to choose. I think that should also be a topic for another day. (laughs) Because I just have so much to say and i feel like i've learned so much th- these past couple of months just through you know experience and observation and all of just you know looking within myself like i've just noticed and learned so much in terms of you know friendships and in terms of you know what kind of path that you want to take in your life as a human being especially when you're in your 20s because it's such a defining moment you know at least that's you know that's how it seems so i feel like we're gonna run out of time before i finish talking about this but thank you guys so much for tuning in i will definitely be delving more into these topics as time goes on um please let me know in the comments if you think what i said made sense or if you think it was just absolute nonsense and now you hate me let me know in the comments <laughs> please don't hate me and please don't be mean you guys like sometimes i'm really sensitive i'm like oh, i just cry <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> kidding <you. laughs> no but really i would love to hear your opinions um 100 thank you so much for tuning in please feel free to rate this podcast five stars would be great comment down below whatever it is that you want um like it share it and i will be back again next week thank you bye